sitting in their bank account ready to pounce on the next property when they've sold is rare. There are options. We're going to talk about them today. We're going to talk about deposit bonds, release the deposits, make it easy for you. Speak soon. Ah. <laughs> Morning. Billy. Captain, how are we? Saturday night, Billy. Good, good, good. Good. Very good. Deposit bonds. Yeah. Would you call this a unicorn move, Mark? They're, look, at they're, they're more rarer than they used to be, but... Um, the issue is people are often people often think, you know what, it's going to be too hard to make the move because I don't have the deposit ready. Um, you know, they, and I think, look, as real estate agents, you think, yeah, look, of, you know, you you expect that people know the ins and outs and they, and they don't. So the, the pickle that people are in is they are going to sell, how am I going to put a deposit onto a next place because I don't have the money. They have, they are, sold um and they're like you know what i'm just stuck i have to actually settle on it what do i have to do rent something and then get my money get my 100 percent proceeds and there's this there's this big dis disjoint feeling between getting out of the place i sold and getting into the place i want to buy and i don't physically have that 10 percent deposit in my pocket yeah so would you um because obviously selling itself you've got you've put a little bit of money into the, the campaign maybe you've obviously um you know prepaid some legal expenses things like that so you've already spent a bit of cash to get you to this point yep i can imagine it'd be pretty pretty scary knowing that you need to sell but you don't know where you're going to go next so this sounds like Very. a really good option and like you said it's not normal for people to hold you know like a ten percent deposit, hundred, two hundred thousand in a in a bank account, cash ready to go. No, absolutely not. And uh, and and it's scary, but there's options. There's some really bloody good options out there. Yeah, well, I've got a lot of questions for you this morning because I've got no idea what a deposit bond is. Yep, I'm ready for him. Okay, so when. When or how do you start the process of, of getting one? Do you have to have your property on the market? Do you have to have a bank evaluation that can give you an indication of how much this deposit can be? How does it work? Okay, um, so a deposit bond is a method of payment for a deposit that most sellers, people selling their property would accept. It's not it's not bank on exchange. So there's no physical cash. So the best way I like to explain it, which is a, which is a bit weird, but it makes sense, is it's almost like a bank check that never gets cashed. So it's, it's what happens is a purchaser says, yes, I want to buy a property. A seller says, yes, I want to sell my property. The contract is signed 
and then a deposit bond is is issued by the purchaser's bond provider and accepted by the vendor. So what that means is the purchaser didn't. So let's say we're doing a purchase price on a million dollars. There's a hundred thousand deposit that has to be paid. The purchaser will get a deposit bond, and they will use that deposit bond. Um, to give to the vendor, and the vendor's like, great, I've got that now. But they never actually bank that almost like bank check unless the deal falls over. They can bank it. They can they can um, draw down on the bond. Right. So who, who provides the bond? Um, deposit power bond, uh, the big boys out there, I believe there's only a couple of providers in the country. Um, these guys basically are built for this exact purpose, this exact sort of transaction where they're there to help that, you know, that person who's sold, um, and going into that place to purchase and they don't have the liquid cash to put a deposit down. So they're called bond providers. Right. So they're banks, are they, they're, they're big banks or are they credit unions? How, how do you find these people? They're like underground. Look, I, I, I guess, I guess you could say that they're offering, they're pretty much offering security to uh, to sellers uh, on behalf right. of buyers. Um, they're not, they're not the big four banks. Um, often, the big four banks will uh, will recommend to their clients to use these guys. Often, mortgage brokers will recommend to their clients to use these guys. But a deposit bond is very good if you don't have a liquid deposit. Yeah, and are they pretty? Are they, are they expensive to use? Because I'd imagine this is quite a lot of risk from their perspective. Yeah, they and manage their risk really well. Um, so, so yeah, so it's generally one percent of the default of the bond amount that it costs. So I don't right. think that's expensive. So if it's a it's a hundred thousand um, deposit, a thousand dollars will be the deposit bond. One fifteen hundred, I, I don't know, whatever the. Um, I think it's around that 1%. Um, but as the people that are providing the bond, like Deposit Power, they want assurance. So they want to make – they do the due diligence to make sure that they're going to get their money if you, if, if you don't proceed on that purchase. For example, most bond providers will ask to see a signed exchanged contract um, and fill out all the paperwork. So they want to see – that you have sold um, and that you do have that available, those available funds within your sale for them to guarantee them up for your purchase. Okay. All right. Um, what was the next question? I got a little bit lost in that answer. We got a question though. We got a comment. Good morning, Jeff. Hope you're well. Um, Jeff Luby. You said that some vendors accept it is it a condition that like it's at their discretion it's not it's not a absolutely yeah so look i think is that you can insist on the type of deposit that you want to take as a seller and if you are offered a deposit bond by a buyer you've got the right to say no uh pretty rare i've, I've generally seen um i've never seen it refused by a seller I've never seen a cash in buy sell. I've never seen a purchase a rollover. That's interesting. Bond. It's pretty solid. It's pretty solid. 
So for anyone, even for a, a property owner that has got their, you know, they're selling, they, they shouldn't be put off by a, a purchaser looking to pay the deposit through this method. It's, it's all legit. It works. Absolutely. And, and also you've got the, um, uh, what we've spoken about this morning is you've sold and you've got no cash to put a deposit down. We've, we've explored deposit bond. Another option which is really important in a negotiation and when issuing a contract is um, release of deposit. So when you are a seller, you can put in your contract that you absolutely insist that the deposit that's paid to you is usable by you to, for the purchase of another property. If, and often if you've sold a property, it's too late to ask. So I just a word of warning out to people that are selling out there or going to sell out there, um, you may ask that your deposit, that you're, um, when you're selling, that you can use it for the purchase of another property, it's an even faster and more and, and less costly way than a deposit bond. Um, now, some uh, sometimes it's 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 the uh, purchaser will say no, the purchaser's solicitor will say no, um, that they, they they insist the stake or that deposit actually stays um, visible in in the trust account, neutral party, real estate agent sitting there. Um, but it's not a bad little hack because, again, we don't have that one or 200000 sitting around in a bank account ready to go on a redraw or a line of credit or, or, or cash. Um, so, you know, having a deposit bond or release a deposit, really important for the deal. Mark, quick question for you. With a release of deposit, can you, obviously question, can you just spend that on whatever you want? No, uh, it's in the contract and it says what you can spend it for. So um, normally uh, when, you're, when you're a seller and you're putting it in your contract saying, I would like to use the deposit for the purchase, it will say for the purchase of another property or it'll say, um, look, sometimes we've even had some renovations that need to be completed um, and we've, that's gone into that contract saying the, um, the seller can use up to, you know, Ten thousand dollars for renovations, for renovations, and they can use the remainder of the deposit for a de of for a deposit on another property. So it can be additional, and that will be written into the sales contract. Mo a lot of people just strike it out unless unless it's negotiated negotiated back in by the agent. Interesting. Uh, and why would um, why would a, why would a purchaser have that um, crossed out? Because they're yeah, you're going to look at the deposit anyway, won't you? If you pull out, so why does it matter what it's going to be going to? Because the that's that's really held in escrow, like in escrow for both parties. So when a deposit's paid, it's actually paid as good faith that you're going to proceed to settlement. That you're actually going to that you are going to um, hand those property keys over and settle on that property six weeks later so that mm. deposit is held on on behalf of, of both parties for both parties often an agent is is um is also looking for his stake as well to get paid um uh, as well so 
it's um, that's what that deposit also sometimes gets used for when it settles. Um, the agent will adjust their fee, um, which is interesting because the people think that, and sometimes an agent has to be paid up front or on uh, on exchange, for instance. Not the case; they get they get paid on settlement, and the agent often will adjust their fee um, on with uh, off that ten percent deposit, so the the seller doesn't have to come up with that money on settlement. Um, but yeah, I, I think that you know people are just freak out a little bit. They insist it's got to stay there until the transaction's complete. Um, it just depends on the level of comfort um, that the the, per, the 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 purchaser has with the seller. Sometimes, if it's a company, they'll have less comfort than a natural person's name or a natural person, for instance. Yeah. Do you think that puts people off a little bit? Jeff put in uh, fear that I think fear, fear is probably quite a big one because it's so stressful. If there's so many components of the deal coming together, do you think having it, you know, as, as small as things like having it in a, a company name rather than a or a superannuation name rather than having a personal name could, you know, sway a sway a, a vendor's choice as who to proceed with? Definitely does. Definitely does, yeah. Um, it, it, it's, it's, you know, people prefer to pursue a natural person rather than a company. So if, if a company is selling and a company wants to release a deposit, um, then um, uh, when they're selling something, then purchasers solicitors sometimes look into the company a bit harder when they're making that decision. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. So that's a, yeah, that's a little bit about deposit bonds. Another option. Is there any other options? Deposit bond, release a deposit. They, 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 they are your main two options off the top of my head. Um, you know, I, I think, look, I, I just had a lot of conversations last week about it where um, I had one client saying they, they need to, they had a 12 week settlement. They want to physically settle on the property before they go and buy another property. Um, and I was like, no, dude, you've got your deposit your exchange you you know you can get a deposit bond and he's like what's that so that's um you know it's it's important i think to know these dimensions of the deal and they are the two main things i can't think of any other way that you'd um you'd conjure up, up a deposit you yeah. go and borrow money from the bank for a short period as like a line, line of credit. credit yeah yep yeah okay and and to get so to get this um, you just need to talk to a broker, maybe talk to an agent or your bank, and they can refer you back to someone. Yeah, well, I had a client um, the other day in Manlyvale just go direct to the bond provider. Um, they filled out the application form, and it was and it's done. Oh, this is good to know. It's done almost within hours. Once they have the completed paperwork, which is a couple of pages of paperwork, they want to know, you know, where, where you've sold, who your agent was, how much you sold for front page of the contract. Once they've got that and payment, the credit card payment, they'll actually issue it straight away. It's so real you, quick because they, pre, they appreciate it's very sensitive times, so they're quick. So to, to get to this stage, you need to have a signed... Um, Sorry, Mike, we just got to, um, yeah, we, to get to this stage, you need to get, um, have a property in your name on a contract, unconditional. Absolutely. So most, most of these scenarios we've 
we spoke, or all these scenarios we spoke about today are you already own a property, you don't have the liquid cash for a deposit, and what are your options? Right. Okay. So it is time sensitive, but you you almost can't plan ahead too much for this for this one. It's it's something you act on in the moment. Absolutely. Okay. Well, there you go. Get it straight away. But certainly, Google Deposit Bond. Have a bit of a read up on it, guys. It is an option. Hopefully, we we covered most of the facets to it today. And um, happy Monday. Have a good one. Rainy Sydney. See you, Legend. Thanks, Billy. See you, <laughs> See mate. You. Bye.